Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host Savita Nanjappa, entrepreneur, high achieving 9 to 5er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about how to deliver a great customer experience to your clients whether you're a small business or a big brand whether you're in B2B or B2C. Having spent 17 plus years in corporate India some of the things that i've heard often over and over again in some of the companies that i worked with because i spent 12 plus years customer service delivery and some of these things that i've heard are customer is always right customer is king um, we must always uh, treat the customer like a guest in fact in one of the companies that i worked with the mantra was atithi devo bhava which means in india which means customer is equal to god these were the things that i heard so it really built a deep respect for customer experience customer service within me and i have observed many businesses you can have a great product you can have a lot of great stuff but when you don't have good delivery you don't deliver a good customer experience to your clients those businesses don't really last in the long term and there are many great examples of companies which do so great at uh customer service that customers want to keep coming back and buying from them the sweet spot for any business is when customers become your advocates when they start talking about your product or service that's like the sweet spot for brands because you then don't need to be working so hard at selling because then it is automated your customers are your ambassadors today i'm going to talk about what is inside the customer life cycle and what are some things that you can do to deliver a great customer experience so when you look at the customer life cycle we begin with the purchase experience when the customer is buying something from you and then the on boarding process especially in service based businesses you may have to welcome the customer on into your platform into your business onboarding them what's that process look like that's the start of your customer life cycle then the experience and then comes the experience as they get in business maybe you have a business which is a recurring service so they continue to experience it month on month or you it's a one time service they buy a product it's a one time project and then they move on so the experience while you're engaging with them how you engage with them how you communicate with them that delivery and finally the fulfillment right or where you're giving them the service finished product or you're giving them the finished project uh, you're completing your service delivery how you then offboard your client so this is your customer life cycle starting from when they come in till they exit now you don't want an exit if you have a recurring service and you want clients to be there because we all know retaining a customer and getting repeat business from a customer is better than acquiring a new customer there's always a bigger cost in acquisition versus the cost that it takes to retain an existing customer so you want to hold on to clients who are good clients paying clients who pay on time you want to hold on to these kind of clients and therefore you must put effort into the retention process 
I used to work with a co-working place before the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, I really saw how poorly they delivered their service. A, there was no communication. B, we had to check with them about what would happen. Yes, there was communication around uh, how long they were closing because we had the lockdown, but there wasn't any communication about whether I would need to continue paying for the service, would, would it be discounted, if it's discounted for how long, nothing. Uh, we had to follow up, we had to check with them about everything. And finally, when the pandemic continued and I reached out to them and I said, hey, um, I'm going to suspend my membership for a while. There was nothing. They said, yeah, okay, sure, do it on this day. If you're a day late, then we will charge you. So I did it and there was zero retention. And a few days later, we all received a mail for, for us to come back at a discounted rate, which I thought was completely ridiculous. You are letting go of a customer. You could have offered them a discounted rate. You could have done something around your price point to retain the customer versus letting them go, offboarding them from the system, deleting their membership. And then when uh, a week later, you're sending them an offer to restart their membership or to come back and join as a fresh member which is ridiculous and it's really bad retention process or it's really bad business because you're not interested in the customer, you're not interested that they're leaving you, you're not putting in any effort to retain them and then you're giving them an offer. That means everybody is better and the offer was obviously better than the membership fee that I was already paying. So it would have made better sense for everyone to quit their membership and rejoin on the offer. That's just an example of how if you don't put in retention efforts, you may end up in the long term by consistently focusing on uh, the sales process and therefore losing out on existing customers. And it is really challenging for a business to work in this manner where you don't retain, but you're constantly acquiring. So moving on, uh, when you look at customer life cycle, the first step to ensuring that your clients stay happy is to be super clear with your communication and give them information about when you're going to be in touch. When should they expect to hear from you? This is really important, especially if you're in a service-based business, so that they don't have to wonder when they'll be hearing from you again. Giving a date really helps to make them feel taken care of and telling them exactly what you'll be requiring from them at each step of the way is also critical. Often, let's say if you're in a service-based business like designing or copywriting, you need information from them before you can even get started. So giving your client a time frame is especially important when you go on, let's say, a vacation because they absolutely need to know when they'll hear from you instead of worrying that you've run off. So having consistent communication in place is really key. So set this up right from the time that you're onboarding them until the project delivery, until you need to offboard them, keep them in the loop. Just like you would see any product that you're buying, if you look at Amazon, you have once you purchase the email you and they confirm that your order is placed they tell you when you can expect it and then you're able to track the order at every step of the way the same thing would apply if you're in a service business moving on from that the first result of whatever you're working on is important give clients a sneak preview of what you're working on versus leaving them in the dark always consider whether there's a part of the entire project that you can do right now shortly after starting the process to show them the direction you're going in this gives them tangible result this gives them an idea of what to expect let's say you're a photographer this could mean quickly editing two pictures from the session that you just did and putting it on social media so the client 
can rest assured that the shoot went really well. It also gives them something to gush about while you finish up the whole editing process. So think what are some of these things that you can do within your own process depending on the type of business that you are in. For projects that don't have immediate results, you could send a screenshot or an image of something or just a color palette idea, anything that reminds them that you're on it and you haven't forgotten about them. What can really deter people is if you don't give them a date or at least an estimation of when you will have the project done by. When you leave it open-ended, the client will be uneasy not knowing if you're still working on it and are still keeping in touch with what they need. It's really important to give yourself some buffer time, cushion time. Life happens, things get busy and you have other clients to deal with. So give yourself an extra week or two. If you happen to finish the project before then, then it's a bonus. Keep all of these timelines in mind when you're working with clients. How can you make the experience even better for your client in ways that don't cost you a lot of time, money or effort? One way to stand out is to show interest in your clients by remembering things they've told you earlier on, such as a vacation they are planning or asking them about their kids or their business. Like get to know your clients, build a relationship with them, ask them things that you can probably use or keep in mind as a future reference that will tell you about who they are, how they live their lives. Some uh, interior designers do this really well. They spend time, they create a mood board, but they really spend time getting to know their clients. Another way for you to stand out is for you to include small gifts with products or services that your clients buy or if they are doing branding and designing with you, including a stack of business cards without extra cost, obviously for the client you could include small little freebies unexpected gifts unexpected surprises when you're delivering a product or even when you're delivering a service for all of these reasons it's important to know who your audience is and what they like and dislike instead of just sending a standard item for the sake of it chocolates flowers and mugs may work for some people but to others it may not really count for much go and think about them as an individual and surprise them it does not have to cost you a lot of money so there are small simple steps that you can take to really make time with your client count another thing that you should do is to make sure that you consistently email them you let them know everything that is included things that are not included you have a check-in conversation with them especially if it's more of a project-based kind of service that you're offering where you're working with them one-on-one -on -one. Sometimes you can be working with an interior designer. You have no idea what's happening. They've taken time and often clients hate it when they are the ones who need to follow up versus the other way. Make sure that they don't have to follow up with you, but you are setting those expectations and you are setting those timelines for when you are going to be updating them and giving them information. So in a nutshell, things that will make it very simple and easy for you. Number one is communication. Make sure you're communicating right. Also, I recommend having a really good onboarding process and I will do another episode on how you can set up your onboarding process. And finally, after you finish delivery and fulfillment, there are things that you can do in the offboarding phase, which is maybe you collect a testimonial, you ask for feedback. That's when you probably send out a thank you card with a gift. These are things that you can keep in mind, small baby steps that will enhance the customer experience. Often people tend to get the big things right but they miss out on the smaller things which are surprises that will make it sticky for the customer. They'll want to stick with you. They'll want to stay with you. And finally, they will want to advocate for you. I hope you like these tips. Share with me your feedback and subscribe to my podcast if you're on iTunes or click to listen regularly on other platforms. Thank you for listening in today and I'll see you next week.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast. If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success.